The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Chicago Bears take on the Buffalo Bills in a Christmas Eve surprise. Christmas Eve comes early for Chicago Bears fans, or Christmas, I should say, as they take on one of the best teams in football in Soldier Field. And when the Bears have the ball, Jeff, we are we have another week ahead of us where the only thing the Bears have going for them is their quarterback, Justin Fields, and just how hard he is to play against. I mean, if you thought the cast was bad last week, the cast this week uh, this week is that much worse. As wide receiver one, Equinamia St. Brown, I don't believe has made it back onto the field post-concussion yet. Uh, Tevin Jenkins, the Bears' best offensive lineman, obviously out with, uh, with a neck issue, which is just never an injury that you want to see. And while they do finally get Khalil Herbert back, apologies for last week it still should be a a quite a quite an issue for this Bears offense to play against a Buffalo Bills defense that's generally speaking pretty good at everything they're better up front than they are on the back end they give up a lot more uh like you can see it on the stats and you'll talk about it that they give up more in the passing game than they do on the rushing game but they're balanced enough to ultimately hold teams down relatively successfully the big question mark that I have for Buffalo is are they ready for a truly mobile quarterback? The only quarterback that they've played so far that's that was quick has been the Ravens, who they beat 23 to 20 as Lamar Jackson took it or 11 carries for 71 yards. Mobile quarterbacks can be a real issue because what people don't talk about, Jeff, is that there's no good way to practice against them. How do you deal with a quarterback as quick and athletic as Justin Fields when you're warming up to play him? When you're the genuine article is just a different beast altogether it's not an offensive scheme issue right it's not a question of can they blanket the bears passing game which they probably can can they stop the bears varied running game they probably can but can they keep up with the most dynamic runner in football i want to know the answer to that question because if philly can't then i don't know who can but what do you think jeff what are the stats telling you Robert, the thing that jumps out to me is just how good this defense is overall. They can score a lot of points, but uh, in terms of on the offensive side of the ball, but they have been very stingy on the defensive side of the ball. 17.9 points per game. That's second best in the league. That is a Super Bowl caliber defense that we're talking about here. They're really good against the run, which is trouble for Chicago because that's how they're going to want to win this game. 
they're okay against the pass in terms of some of the, the raw statistics, but a lot of that's because they're playing with a lead. They're protecting a lead a lot of times, and so you give up some of those yards late. So they're very good on defense. They've got good players at each level. They got a couple pro bowlers in the secondary, very impressive players. Tredavious White is a good uh, player. He did not make a pro bowl this year, but he has in the past. Uh, Jordan Poyer, who uh, is uh, recently of, I believe, the Browns, he made a, a pro bowl this year, free safety for them. Very good player. And so uh, they, they have good players at each level. For me, I don't want to talk about the secondary because I'm, I'm not quite sure how Justin Fields is going to throw the football. What I'm going to do is I'm going to ask, Robert, who the heck's playing left guard in this game? This offensive line is, uh, you know, completely comprised basically of people that they weren't planning on starting at the beginning of the year. This, this is a, this is a group of people uh, out here uh, this week that we're just not sure how they're going to play together because we've never seen it. I have a question mark on the visual that we are looking at Robert uh, for the left guard because Cody Whitehair's out. We don't know who's going to play. Is it Jacir Carter? Is it going to be Larry Borum? Who's going to shift shift from a swing tackle spot into a left guard spot. That is trouble against a very talented, very fast and very dangerous Buffalo Bills defense. I'm worried. My matchup of the week is whoever's playing left guard. Can you hold up? What and you know, you? it's funny. It's funny you mentioned that, Jeff, because in the world of that offensive lineman can't possibly be worse than blank. The answer is always, oh, they could be an awful lot worse. But Cody Whitehair was so poor in that Philly game. I am legitimately curious as how much more pressure could the left guard spot allow than four clear as day sacks? That's about as bad as it'll get on an NFL stage. But when it comes to matchups for me, interesting, neither of us picked fields. I want to see Khalil Herbert against Greg Russo or uh, Shaq Lawson. Those are the two defensive edge players that Buffalo has, because if there's been one thing that the Bears have made more dangerous in this league than anybody else, it's when Khalil Herbert is on the other side of just Justin Fields' zone read. It stretches the defense just that little bit more, and outside zone runs, Jeff, start to open up this backside seam because the edge player can't all fully commit to following the gap along with the rest of the defensive line, lest just and fields take you for a ride and pick up 15 to 20 free easy yards this presents a phone booth window that number 24 has wiggled through multiple times this season for big big gains and that could be a way the bears could look to generate explosives even if they do stick with the ground game like you're talking about how many holes are really going to be there if the offensive line can't play at all we'll see but him against those edge players especially if the edge players honor justin fields just a little bit more could be a route to generate some offense but offense isn't going to matter if the bears defense can't keep points off the board so let's talk about this bills offense because they have kept or they have kept up a lot of what brian dabble instituted it's a vertical spread offense that is absolutely beautiful to watch jeff as basically they start every single play with Josh Allen's about to do something. And then whether it's Josh Allen running the ball or Josh Allen throwing the ball, sometimes it's short screens. Sometimes it's quick hits like slants, ends, uh, curls. Sometimes it's deeper routes. Stephon Diggs has established himself as one of the best receivers in football. So you know you always have to make sure you're honoring number 14 no matter where you are. But this is an offense that we dreamed for Justin Fields in the offseason. Both you and me very personally as Dabble was a major target of ours. And it still fits Josh Allen 
perfectly as I believe it's Ken Dorsey running it at this point. And the Bears on the other side, uh, it is becoming a matter of who do they have left as it feels like every time a defensive star surges a little bit, another defensive player gets hurt and Jack Sanborn leaving. I can't believe I'm saying this about a UDFA. Feels like it hits the Bears pretty hard as he's a capable linebacker that was able to make some key tackles and against a quarterback that will run on you if he gets the chance. You're going to need a linebacker ready to take a hit, ready to deliver a little bit of punishment. We'll just have to see what's going on there. The Bears have started to run a little bit more cover too, especially when they're ahead of the chains. I thought their run defense had a really surprisingly good game against Philadelphia, but we'll just have to see. The Bills don't really want to run the ball, so how will they throw the ball in the elements like this? It didn't trouble them last week. It may not trouble them again. What do you see in stats? Robert, you say they don't want to run the ball, and part of that is a reflection of Josh Allen actually leads this team in rushing. He has 705 rushing yards. The next highest is Devin Singletary with 684. Singletary's made every start. It's not like this is an injury issue. They will run Josh Allen. They are comfortable with that. He's built like a tank. They are fine with it. They they put him in harm's way. Not a big deal to the Bills offense. This is a guy that's in the MVP conversation. They're fighting for the number one seed in the AFC. They don't have a problem putting Josh Allen in harm's way, just, just for the record there. One of only three quarterbacks to lead their team in rushing uh, as of right now. Obviously, Justin Fields is one of those. Lamar Jackson, the other. My matchup this week, Josh Allen against Jaquan Brisker. I don't know, man. I got him starred. Jaquan Brisker, the, the free safety, let's let's see what he can do, right? Let's, he's, he's, he's being asked to move all over the field. He leads the team in sacks. Like, I, I, we need a play from, from Jaquan Brisker here. Uh, Josh Allen is their offense. Obviously, he's got a great number one in, in Stephon Diggs, but uh, maybe Brisker can neutralize. Maybe he can make a play. Maybe he can force a fumble. Robert, you got one minute to tell me your matchup of the week. I never thought, I've never seen a corner play so well while also giving up 180 some odd yards passing in Jalen Johnson. And Jalen's going to have to have another very good game today against Stefan Diggs. This is a nightmare matchup for Jalen. It's not his type of receiver to defend. Stefan Diggs is everything he doesn't want to deal with. Shiftier, smaller receiver that can get your hands off of him and then get behind you. But he's going to just have to figure it out because the Bears are still going to have to keep loading the box. That's going to leave Jalen Johnson one-on-one -on, -one on the outside Stefan Diggs is going to try to take advantage so I have to start that matchup not because it favors the Bears but because it will pin the, or it'll twist this game one way or another another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help for your financial to-dos Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But the Bears are the Bears and the Bills are not the only teams that could be looking to win as Jeff 
So will you with prize bets. Let's talk about some uh let's talk about some prop bets, Jeff, as we go through this. We had a relatively good week last week. Hertz obviously popped his over on passing, which we didn't nail, but we got just about everything else. I remember Hertz's touchdowns were also a question, but if it's me, I have to take the Buffalo Sacks again. Because taking an over on sacks against Justin Fields has just been a giving prop this season. Almost a free square. I mean, you're going to miss it every once in a while. But, Jeff, that's that's as easy as things get. What about you? Well, it makes a lot of sense, Robert, especially with this offensive line uh, issues and with the backups coming in and never being ever playing with each other before. Like that, that's a real issue for an offensive line. You'd like to see some continuity there. So that's that's kind of the the easy one there. Um, I, I think there's a couple of fun ones on the board here, but I think like you were saying with Jalen Johnson, that's a tough matchup. I still think the Bills are going to want to throw the ball because that's in their DNA. So Stefan Diggs uh, receiving our 64 and a half. So it's not a particularly big number because of the weather, um, but I'm going to go there. Um, I'm also going to go above 74 and a half for Justin Fields rushing yards. It's a big number, particularly for a quarterback. But again, he's he's now sort of put it out there that he's interested in getting that record. He's at a thousand yards uh, rushing on the year. He's only the third quarterback to do so. He's going to pass. Uh, he's going to get into second place for for rushing yards for a quarterback. Probably in this game, he needs like 40 to get to the second place spot, but he needs 206 in three games. Um, I think the Bears are going to make it a priority. I think they're they're going to want something to kind of push for. I think this offensive line rallies behind something like that. Uh, and so he's going to lay down a good base in this one where they're probably going to want to run the football a lot anyway. So I'm going to go over on the Justin Fields 74 and a half rush yards. Life's too short to take the under, and especially when your whole offense's identity is quickly becoming Fields run the ball, please. If you don't run the ball, we're screwed. Uh, taking an over on one of the most, again, electric athletes in football. I mean, Jeff, multiple times in that Eagles game, it, the Eagles would get a defender on Justin Fields, specifically Brandon Graham twice, who shoulda, coulda, woulda had the tackle, and Fields just runs right out of it and makes it a 15-yard, 18-yard gainer. These aren't six yards right this isn't oh the quarterback got the edge he'll get four or five yards these are explosive plays by any rushing definition it is crazy watching what he'll do with the ball uh i'm going to be a bit of a debbie downer because i think that cole Komet, whenever he gets keyed on doesn't perform at all i think cole Komet is the best receiver uh like he is the at his best when defenses just forget about him and so since he's not forgettable, the Bears don't have enough receivers to not be thinking about Cole Komet. I think number 85 is going to get squeezed in, and I would love to see him prove me wrong in this case. What about you? Any any others that stand out? Last one for me, Bears defense. They have absolutely nobody on that defensive line that scares anybody. Uh, you know, Josh Allen will hold on to the ball and try to make a play, but I don't. the Bears defense just has no pass rush. Jaquan Brisker literally leads this team in sacks like that. That's where we're at. He has three. It's just a, it's just a really bad pathetic year uh, for this Bears pass rush. So I'm going to go under on the one and a half sacks. I know that that's sad, but that is what it is, particularly in a game where you might expect the bills to dominate the game flow, which means that they might run the ball more and they just don't really fear anybody on this Bears defensive line. So that one seems kind of easy to me as well. That's, that's it, it, man. That's the drill plus the bonus. Thanks, everybody. Really appreciate it. We'll see you next week.